Hi, everyone. So excited to be here today, and I mean that. We are here on Allie and You, the business success and lifestyle show. I am Allison Maslin. My friends call me Allie, and uh, I'm a business growth mentor. All things business, we want to really help you get to the next level, especially here now, January 2018, the first show of 2018. Wow. So uh, I'm so excited. And how apropos that on the first show of 2018 that I have one of my most favorite people in the world, and I don't say that lightly, is my dear friend Michael Burnoff, who is the go-to expert on persuasion and influence and also helping people break through old patterns that have been holding them back for their entire life. And so uh, I've had the honor of knowing Michael now for, I don't know, I've lost time, three years, something like that, four Almost years, four years. three, four, four years. years. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so Michael works with people all over the world and he works with a lot of my clients and helping them to improve on sales. And there's a lot of things that we have to break through personally to be great at sales as well. And so, uh, well, first of all, Michael, welcome. Thank you, thank Excited you, Allison. I, I love that. I appreciate you said apropos, and I'm like, I'm attempting to figure out how to spell that. But, uh, but uh, thank you so much for <laughs> for having me here on your first show of the year. And uh, this is this is exciting. I'm really excited to talk influence and sales and help everybody who watches this. And if you're watching right now and you know someone else in this community, send them a, send them a little message. Let them know we're here. Our secret little uh, secret little call going on. Let a friend know. Yeah, definitely. Um, we want to get this message far and wide because I do know that in working with so many business owners over the years and, you know, running my own companies, I'd say the number one thing that business owners struggle with is sales. Yep. You know, you have a, a craft, you have an expertise uh, and something, a gift, uh, an art or whatever your skill is. You've been working at all these years. And you think running a business is that you're going to do that skill when the truth is you have to sell that thing. And yep. um, and so being able to improve your sales conversion, even 10 percent or 20 percent can be life changing. Right. Well, I think the biggest thing at the end of the day, I think a lot of people we get so excited about we get so excited about our products. And I think a lot of times at the end of the day, if you don't understand your product as well, you don't understand your service as well but you can sell well, which means open up somebody's idea to it. Uh, what's interesting is they don't need to know all the data. They need to know it's okay to make a decision. And that's one of the biggest things I teach people. It's not about maneuvering somebody. It's actually about tweaking the conversation in a way that allows somebody to say, it's okay to, to move forward. It's okay to buy. It's okay to, to decide to do something a little bit different. You know, I think that it's so interesting because getting back to this idea of making a decision is so hard for so many people. And, um, you know, and sometimes even for myself, if I'm in a moment of overwhelm and I have a lot going on and, you know, in that moment where you just decide, decide okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. We're not doing that. We're doing this. It's so freeing when you finally make the freaking decision. Why is that, Michael, that people struggle with that so much? Well, 
there's a lot attached to it. And let's talk about layers real quick. And let's talk about your desire to explain your product and your reason that you think people buy your product. I'm going to put that as a table topic for last off. I'll cover that more later. Okay. But for now, let's, and it's so much to get into that piece of the puzzle, but let's talk about why people have trouble making decisions. A decision means that you're committing to something. Committing to something, at least in your mind you think it does, means that you're getting rid of other options. You also feel like other people are looking. So as soon as you think like our own egos, like you have you have a child, I have kids, it's like our kids think the whole world revolves around them. And as adults, our decision-making typically was sculpted as a child. So we think everybody's looking, everybody thinks it matters. The same reason like, a man or a woman's in a relationship they should not be in, right? And the reason they don't get out is because, well, what if someone asks me how my relationship's going? And then there's shame and there's guilt and there's fear and there's doubt. And all we're asking you to pick is, where do you want to go to dinner? And instantly it's attached to every major decision you made in your life. Because when a friend asks, where do you want to go to dinner? Here's what code word is getting translated in the brain. And I'll, and I'll do it secretly so everyone can understand. This is the unconscious mind. This is very okay, important. Okay, I will learn. Yeah, ask great. me, where do I want to go to dinner? Just ask me, Allison, say, where do you want to go to dinner? Hey, Michael, let's go to dinner. Where should we go? My brain goes, uh-oh, I have to make a big decision here. If I pick the wrong place, Allison may not like me anymore. And what if I pick something wrong and she sees me as a bad picker? And what if she gets uncomfortable? And what if the service isn't really good? I don't want to be responsible for this. Because responsibility and personal responsibility for our decisions is means that we have to own it. And a lot of people don't want to own their decisions. So from childhood, we have a lot of weirdness around decision making because all you're doing is making a decision. We're not pouring concrete. So whenever we're asking someone to buy something, we're stacking now a financial decision, which is emotional in itself, on top of making a decision, which is scary enough. So I'm going to tell you, once we learn to make people comfortable with these things, that's when life gets easier. And that's why I work with you. I work with so many major corporations, companies, individuals to help ease this process and lower resistance for others. So at the end of the day, the reason they have trouble making decisions is nonsense, emotional crap that has been with us for a long time, not to psychoanalyze. We've got to learn to accept that when we're dealing with somebody, 80,000 more things are going on at that moment that we need to do. And the, the interesting thing is, is that then when you don't make this decision, it just feeds the fuel of all that underlying stuff even more. Yes. Let's, it's kind of right. like, and I know you have a homeopathic background. What, what's really wrong with people typically is not what they think it is. It's like you didn't get sick because you're out in the cold. Your immune system was jacked. Um, you had a lot of stress going on. Your immune system was low. And then while you were out there at that moment, your immune system lowered enough, so something snuck in, very similar. So every time you don't make a decision, you're fueling the lack of confidence monster just way that too much. underlying crap that crap, we yeah. carry around, right? Yeah. I'm so, from Jersey, I think you say crap, you're West Coast, I get it, same thing. I totally yeah, get it. Okay, <laughs> yes, we're on the same page here. And, uh, and you mentioned, we'll talk about this later, but you mentioned we're going to dive into this more at Blastoff. And I, I forgot to mention that, that Michael is going to be speaking at our upcoming event, the Blastoff Perfect. Business Breakthrough, at the end of January, the 26th through the 28th. It's our seventh year. Can't believe it that we're hosting this event. So, all right. So it's making decisions. So let's talk about sales. 
Where do you think people get tripped up? Michael, what are the things that you feel that business owners struggle with most when it comes to sales? And if you have questions, go ahead and put it in the comments below. Uh, please do. And Michael will be answering. I forgot to put my contacts in today, so I really can't see anything oh, right now. <laughs> First of all, how about as you're on, we got a lot of people on right now. Say hi, say hello, send us a heart. Send us yes, a please like, do. Let us let know if it resonates here. with you. And uh, and then Michael's going to read it today. Yeah, so I'm going to read it. I'll put it in. Put you it can in my eyes for me right now. Yeah, so, you got it. I'm your eyes. Don't talk about sales. Where do people get tripped up? Okay. Here's where I think most people get tripped up, just in the sheer definition of sales. Uh, sales, a lot of times we initially contact, like we have to make somebody do something. And sales, at least I was told, comes from a Norse word, which means sale, which is the original word, which means to serve another person. And I think a lot of times we don't realize that our job is to serve them with an opportunity to take a look at our subject matter, a product or idea in the best possible light. So at the end of the day, it's not manipulation. It's not forcefulness. It's finding a way to explain it in a way that it's okay to make a decision. And that's really all we're looking to get people to do. So I think the trip up is, is like, you've got this picture of the sleazy salesman. And really that sleazy salesman is a persistent person. That is a, that's a good trait to be persistent. It's just maybe their technique's not good. So if right. you could take that sleazy, I mean, the car salesman that calls you 50 times, I wish my salespeople were that persistent. So do you, everybody does. Well, you know, so I have to say it is, and I, pre, when someone is persistent in calling me, I'm impressed. Yeah. That bug me when someone is offensive, of course, I don't like that, but yeah. If they're persistent, I'm like, wow, this person's motivated, they're passionate, they care, and they're not giving up on me. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I believe it's really powerful. So I think most people get wrong because they don't realize, A, they don't ask two very important questions off the bat. Number one is, what state of mind am I in at this moment? Like, where's my head at going in? Because most people are not present at all. And the reason they're not present is, thank you for typing blueprint, and all of you watching, type blueprint. I'm going to get back to my comment in a minute because what happens, Jared just did it. What happens when they type blueprint, Allie? Oh, okay. So we talked about the event blast off that's coming up and what we're going to do at that event, the 26th to the 28th in Las Vegas is that we're going to take three days and build your blueprint for the entire year of 2018. So nice. we're going to talk about sales. Like Michael's going to share lots more stuff with you right now. Uh, but really diving in there and develop your blueprint for your revenue streams, marketing, sales, time management. And, you know, when you have a plan, uh, yep. you just you're you know, you just get there so much faster without spinning, spinning in circles. So if you put blueprint in the comments, we'll send you some information and a promo code for a really great savings. And so, lottery ticket numbers for tonight in advance. All of you win. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to throw that out there to see if people were paying attention, which they are. So type <laughs> blueprint in and we'll send you some more info on, on how you can hang out with Allison and I in a group of how many entrepreneurs are going to be there? We got a lot of people coming. 500 from all 500 over the planet. If you can't find someone to network, connect with, do business with, talk to, make a new friend, just the sheer fact that you make one new friend there. 
I mean, I would pay just the price of airfare and a hotel and a couple bucks for a ticket just to make one new friend. Um, that's yeah, just well, on top know, of the People make thousands and thousands of dollars at this event just from the business that they, just from who yep. they're sitting next to. So yep. it's really, really cool. And I got uh, some ridiculous stuff to share with you that you're, you're, you're going to love. So back to my, cause so my ADD doesn't kick in. Let me get back to my, <laughs> my question. Yes. Sales. People don't take a look at like, what state of mind am I in? We bring our garbage and we forget that the most important thing in the world, it's like a relationship is to make that person feel like the most important person in the world at that moment. And to ask ourselves another question, like what state of mind am I in? Get focused. It's just you and I, it's just us. You're the most important person. I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to listen. I'm going to yeah. be here. This may or may not go anything like what, and I'll explain what these boxes mean later when I, when I get there live with you, because it's really cool. I'm going to teach you how to box somebody in. So they feel like making a decision is great and they want to like just live with you forever and be with your customer forever. I'll show that in a minute. The okay. other thing you need to ask is what state of mind are they in right now? Where are they at? And question three is where do they need to be? Because most of us don't recognize if I'm focused on you, I can pay attention to figure out what state of mind you're in. Like, like, like you mentioned earlier, your contacts aren't in. So I need to talk to you right now because you can't see 100% what's going on, right? <laughs> so I need to talk to you in a way that it's all auditory right now because your senses have shifted. Or when you're showing up, you're, let's say, a real estate agent or you're a, you own a hair salon or like one of your students owns, you know, bridal dresses. You know, what state of mind are they in? Like, oh, they want to dress. No, they're scared. They're excited. They're nervous. And talking to them where they're at is huge. But yeah. also remember, the point of your sales presentation is not about delivering the information. It's about delivering it in a way that makes it okay for them to make a decision. So instead of explaining your product, we need to spend more time getting them in the right state of mind so you can go boo and they buy. And that's, you know, I've, I've done so many explanations before where afterwards I've had like camera guys come up to me and go, Michael, you didn't even explain what they were buying. And a hundred people just went and bought from you. What did you just do? I let them know it's okay to decide. And I know that you, one-on-one, -on -one, sitting with someone at a Starbucks, explaining your business, or even selling a, selling your employee on a new compensation plan requires put them in the right state of mind, you're in the right state of mind, and you can get them where you need them to go. It's not about asking about their kids or the weather or building rapport, making them feel good. It's about entering that channel of their brain where it's okay to decide now. It's very, very powerful. Yeah. No, I love that. And I do think that when someone is so – um, caught up in trying to make a good sales presentation. You're, you're too focused on yourself when you really need to be focused on the person that you're talking to, uh, the state of mind that they're in, the needs that they have, and you can meet them where you, they're at. I love that you say that. Your knowledge is less important than how much you truly care, no matter who you're dealing with, because you can always get the knowledge. You can get the knowledge from the internet, you can get the knowledge from Google, you can call your supplier if you're selling somebody something like, you know, I know one of one of your students, Robin, one of our good friends we do business with, if she doesn't have an answer, she, she'll say, you know what, let me call the supplier. I don't know, but I know for a fact I'll have you an answer by five. Now, if she calls me by five, she may be watching this right now, if she calls us back by five, what's so cool about this is that I know she cared, and that is why I'll do business with her, and that's why we yeah. do business. That's, that's the part is the power. It's like I was reading um, Phil Knight's book about Nike. And you know what he said? He goes, book. isn't it a great book? Like he, yeah. he didn't know, like he hired lawyers and stuff and he hired accountants and lawyers because you know what? They had the skill set they needed to make the decisions. 
I'll, I'll explain to you that one of the biggest dilemmas you can have, like, like when I read the, watched the movie about McDonald's, he didn't know about burgers. He knew how to make people feel good and buy into an idea. And I'm going to tell you, if you could learn how to get people to buy into ideas, it doesn't matter how much you know about your product. And I think your knowledge is what trips you up. You know way too much. You'd be better off when you didn't know. Ignorance on fire is going to be more powerful any day than all knowledge in the world. You know, I, I love what you're sharing here. I think one of the reasons my companies have been successful over the years is because I really am passionate about what I'm doing at that given time. Yes, you know, yes. when I had the beauty salon business, I was very passionate about that. When I was in the scuba diving, I was very passionate about that. When I'm in the homeopathy, very passionate about that. And now I, you know, help other business owners grow their business. And I'm super passionate about that, about that. And I think that's really what people feel is that you care and you want to take care of them. You know, yes. you, you care and you want, you want to see them succeed uh, in using your product or service. If that comes out, then they can trust you. They can relax and they can be open to receive the message that you have. 100%. Let me, let me teach you something I learned from a lady that we do financial stuff with. And here's what she taught me. I said, how do you, she goes, here's how you sell best, Michael. You offer yourself up front and you show them how your product works. So here's what we're going to do. How about I show you how to sell by not selling you anything because there's nothing to buy right now from me. But how about I show you something really cool and I give you an example because that's really anyone wants as an example. Okay. So let's do it. This is, this is really fun. So we got a bunch of people watching. Why don't you ask a question on how you can influence somebody or sell better? Tell me your product. Tell me what you do. Throw it out there to me. I'll read it because Allison's not going to read right now. Um, and why don't you throw at me a question of how you would sell something or something you're dealing with? And I will give you an example. Watch what I do here because two things are going to happen at once. I'm going to give you really good knowledge. And number two is I'm going to show you I'm going to put my energy, time, and everything where my mouth is. And I believe this will be super fun. So show me any scenario, any idea, any concept. And all you got to do is type it in the little box down below. Say, Michael, I sell um, pet sitting service. Um, what is the best way to get new customers interested in boarding their pets? Michael, um, I am a social media expert. What is, and I'm doing my fake typing right now. Um, yeah. put, put one of these in. Challenge me. It put me on the spot and we'll see what we can do. If not, Allison and I are going to do some makeshift stuff because I'll tell you who's on Allison. And that way you can um, you can see who I'll tell you who's on and I'll give him a couple seconds to do this right now. And yeah. Go ahead and put it in the in the chat. Uh, any questions that you have for Michael? And in the meantime, while somebody is typing in their questions, let's go ahead and come up with a scenario. So let's yep. say um, let's say you're an accountant. We're talking about finances, yep. and you know accountants are great at doing their numbers, but often uncomfortable in selling their services, yep. um, their tax services, bookkeeping services. How would you approach that? Okay, so um, give me a little more of the scenario. So are they are they already at a customer ready? And they're already a customer and they want to sell them more stuff. Yeah. So let's say that um, let's say that they were out networking and they got some good leads and now they're following up with them. And now, you know, they set a time to talk and um, now they're, you know, they want to take take it to a deeper level. So they're on okay. the phone with them after while they're following up. 
Okay, so they got them on the phone. So there's a yes. few things I do on every, on every phone call that are critical. These are what I would call respect techniques, and these are really, really powerful. The first thing I would do when I get on the phone is whatever you want to say, hey, here's how we knew each other from the networking event. Then I would very quickly say this. So how much time are we working with? And the reason I ask that question is nobody asks that question. And they say, I don't know, I got about 20 minutes. You have now found how much, how important you are and how much they're willing to listen. So it's one of the most important oh, questions. I you can that. How much time are we working with? Yep. So I'm going to ask you not to change anything. I'm going to ask you to add. So whenever I teach diet to people, I say, don't quit eating bad things. Add broccoli. If you like broccoli, we'll consider getting rid of the Snickers bar and the crappy Starbucks coffee that you shouldn't have had five yesterday with the caramel macchiato stuff. Okay, but let's add broccoli. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to that person back there, right? You're not a macchiato fan, are you? No. Mm -mm. Okay. I don't like yeah, that. Those are 9,000 calories. So what I do, the first thing I say is when I get on the phone, how much time are we working with? And I say, we working with. Do not change and go, how much time do you have? How much time are we working with? Very important. Number two, right. number two, I'd say, great. So I know we met the other day. What is your outcome for the next 10 or 15 minutes? What would you like to see happen with the amount of time we have? The reason I asked that up front is let them set the pace. Let them tell you what they want. And then all you have to do is deliver on it. So in that scenario, here's what I'm going to guess they'd say, because I've only made that phone call 100,000 times. So how much time are we working with? I don't know. I got about five, 10 minutes. And okay. then they say, what would you like to see happen by the time we're done in 15 minutes? I don't know. I'd like to understand a little bit more about what you do. Great. I'd love to share that with you because my outcome is to find a fit for you and to see if there's a way that I can either save you money or make you money. Are you open to that? What you've done is you've just officially set up a sales call. Then all I would do is do what you normally would do. Don't change anything else right now. And at the end of the phone call, here's the magic line. This has made me millions of dollars, so use it at your will. Okay, wait, okay, wait a minute. Drum roll. Drum roll. Are you ready? Ready. How would you like to proceed from here? And that's what I say. And what does everyone say, Allison, to that? I have just talked for 15 minutes about my products and services and the benefits. And I say to you, so Allison, how would you like to proceed from here? What is everybody and their mother going to say? Let's move forward. You would wish them to say that. They're going to say, <laughs> what do you recommend? They always say, what do you recommend? What do you always. recommend? I don't know, Michael. What do you recommend? And then who just got the ball back? I did. So here's what I recommend. Why don't we set up a follow-up appointment? Or why don't we get you started on a checking account? Or why don't we get you started with initial dog sitting? Or why don't we get you started with this? So at the end of a meeting... How would you like to proceed from here? Remember, people aren't good at making what? Decisions. So who's going to make it for them? Moi. Yeah. I just use your inability against you for you. See how cool that was? That's so great. So let's go over those steps again really quickly. And, um, and then while you're at it, if you have questions, please put that in the chat. And also put the word blueprint Blueprint. Because we're talking about making decisions, right? Yep. And yep. Uh, so we'll get you to have an opportunity to work more with myself and Michael. But let's go back over those steps. So the first is, how much time are we working with? Yeah, so, so let me ask you, before we get started, I just want to check, I want to respect your time. How much time are we working with? Instantly right. in your brain goes, man, this person cares about me. I just put it in your head that I care about you. 
Karen, great job typing blueprint. Awesome. Number step number two. Great. So to make sure I'm really concise with the 15 minutes, what would you like to see happen by the time we're done in the next 15 minutes? What that's code word for is, Michael, tell me what you got. All yeah. you're doing is adding this to your own, um, like, shtick, whatever you do, right? Then at the end of the whole thing, you're going to very quickly say this one little thing at the end. You're going to very, very simply say this. So, great. I know I just shared all that with you. I'm going to throw it back at you, Allison. How would you like to proceed from here with what I just shared with you? They're going to no, say, I don't, I don't know. What do you recommend? Well, here's what I recommend. And be ready. Here's what I recommend. I recommend that we um, definitely set up another time to talk based on what you shared. And those are big words. I never shared that at the first blast I spoke at. These words have made me a lot of money, too. Based on what you shared. You know what that instantly says? I go back to homeopathic Allison. And she says, like I texted you the other night and um, I said, my daughter's having trouble sleeping. And you said, based on her age, here's what I recommend. And I said, yes, master. Yes, doctor. You put yourself yeah. in a winning position. Everything yeah. is about positioning. It's all about framing. It is not about sales. So no such thing as sales anymore. Framing and positioning. I don't framing, even sell. Framing and framing nuance. And nuance. These little nuances are yeah. so amazing. You know, Allison, based on what you shared, here's what I recommend. Really, what is it? And then they get the pen out. They're ready to roll. You know, how would you like to proceed from here? Code word for give me the ball back. Right. All of these four things I just shared with you, I dare you, double toucan, dare you to go use one of these. And you will be shocked how much it impacts your connection with people almost immediately. Use one or all four. And at first, you're going to sound a little odd saying it. And after a little bit of time, you're going to get comfortable with it. And after enough time, it'll become natural for you. Wow. It's so simple. We make it so complicated. Uh, but I, I think what you're doing, too, is saying um, it, it is putting yourself in the uh, place of authority that you are. Whatever it is that you're selling, your product or service, you've been working at it, many of you, for years and years and years. You yep. know way more about what you do and what you yep. have to offer than I know about it. And so yes. um, you have to put yourself into that position. If you go to the doctor, the doctor's saying, okay, this is the issue. And then you say, well, doctor, what do you recommend? You're not thinking that the doctor is selling to you. You're nope. leaning on them. At, at That's their authority on, you know, their wisdom that they've developed over the years. Remember the two words I said earlier, knowing and caring? Knowing and caring. I'm telling, I'm showing you that I care because I'm saying, what would you like to do, Allison? I care about you. What would you like to do with the next 15 minutes? That's basically what I'm saying. What would you like to do? I'm a caring person. How would you like to proceed? What would you like to see happen? I'm, it's all yours. You're in control, Allison. Even though you're not in freaking control, the guy writing the script is in control, but you think you're in right. control. You like me. You don't even want to make a decision. You want me to make it for you. So at the and end of the day, people don't ask, what would you like to see happen? Or what would you like to do with the time that we have? I mean, that's, a, you know, I'm impressed with that. What's your, what's your dog? What's your youngest dog's name? You have two dogs, right? Uh, yes. Well, Daisy's the bulldog. Yeah. Okay. So Daisy. So you're bringing Daisy to the pet sitter and the pet sitter says, great. So how long is Daisy going to be visiting us? And you say, oh, that's so sweet. Daisy will be here for the weekend because we're going to be going out of town. Great. What would you like to see happen while Daisy's here? How would you like to get her back? Happier, yeah. healthier, 
mm-hmm. and sleep for a day when I get back because they always come back so tired. And at the end, after uh, after you're done, whether you're a dentist, a doctor, a lawyer, how would you like to proceed from here? It's the same thing. Or based on the fact that she's a bulldog and based on the fact that um, you're at a pet sing, here's what I recommend. Based on the fact that we just spent two incredible days together and look how happy she is, you know. You know what I'm saying? Why don't we book like an appointment so your husband and you can go on another trip, right? Yes. That's I love I it. This is, gosh, you know, every time we talk, there's just some incredible brilliance that just fuse right out of your brain. And that's what happens when you get people together. That's what I love about what you do with your, your events and your workshops is you put 500 people that are all on the same page in a room that you lead the, like this isn't the Allison show. This is Allison was smart enough to put together a group of 500 people and facilitate doing the work with you and your coaches. And it's so amazing. Like when I first saw what you did, I heard about it. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then I went there, I go, holy, I mean, really doing this. They are high level people in a room that want to make things happen all together collaborating and you're facilitating this this process for everybody to become better at what they do that's the magic and the reason when you and i collaborate here and we get everybody watching and listening right now what's so cool about this is is like when you put the right people together in the right room with the right attitude and the right day everything wins so i'm excited to see so many of you joining us for blast off and allison i love being part of this i i I, family i mean you and i are like brother and sister practically we like met like that we're like known each other so many reasons why and i just love just what you do and i just admire how much i I don't have the patience to do what you do but i just admire how well you coach everybody and how the success stories that i hear coming out of your event but i'm glad you're doing that and i do what i do that's what's exciting well thank you i really appreciate it but i think the the work that we do definitely jives very well and uh so you know and this i do this event in january because this is the time and you only get to kick off your year one time. That's it. It's only January one time until next January. And I really believe how you start the year is how you carry out the year. And so I wanted to help as many people as I could to just create uh, a mind blowing year, a phenomenal experience and really see big growth in your company. So Michael, you and I have had the opportunity You've spoken at several of my events. We only do this once a year. I can't believe it's it's happening again. Uh, And we just have a few spots left. We are almost sold out, which I'm excited about. I mean, that's 500 people. Listen, sending 500 emails is hard enough. Getting 500 people in one room, that is incredible. And I'll, I'll tell you, one of the biggest breakthroughs that I ever had in my life, the event is a breakthrough in itself. But what I didn't know that I know now that I didn't know then that I do know now, that sounds kind of like a nutty thing to say, is that the biggest breakthrough that you ever get is deciding to show up. And what's amazing is by putting yourself in a position to win, that's when you allow yourself to even get the ball. So I'm just going to challenge any of you. If you're, you have no idea what we're talking about, type blueprint and learn what we're talking about. You want to really have an amazing 2018 Click the link, learn about it, and go, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm in. And you are going to wind up in a room three weeks from now with 499 people plus you and probably a few more plus us that all care about making your business work. And the saddest part about all this is that when you come home afterwards, for some of you, you're going to realize, whoa, 
I wish I had a life of these kind of people around me on a regular basis. And you're going to recognize some of your deficits when you go. That's the cool part. And we're going to help you take those deficits and turn them into strengths, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, I mean, literally thousands of people have attended this event over the years. Many come every year to set their plan for the year. And just the success stories. I mean, you've met so many of the people that have attended. Yep. And, you know, their business going from 50,000 to a million in a year. Catherine Sullivan, we have Christine Sanchez, she might be on here now, um, had been in business for 10 years with her husband. They've got a construction company. They're making 300,000. And, um, you know, did close to 5 million last year uh, within two years. I mean, all from Blastoff, so everything that they've learned and been able to apply. So that's what psychs me up, like what we we're talking about earlier, show up, show you care. And, you know, my heart and soul is in this event. And uh, we just work together to make magic happen over those three days. So if you're really, really serious, a lot of you set resolutions uh, and they kind of fade out. So if what you need is you don't need just the resolution, you need the support and the steps to make it happen. So that's what we're going to give you. I agree. And I'll tell you, the greatest gift you can give yourself is the ability to influence yourself to make the appropriate decisions in your life. And when you learn to do that, that's when things change. So I can guarantee you. Allison's time with you is going to be worth 10,000 times more just the weekend than anything you invest to get there. I'm going to tell you that I can guarantee you what I share with you at the event is going to beyond make your life easier than it currently is. And you're going to start having a lot of fun marketing what you do. And we're going to have a blast. We're going to get laugh. We're going to have some fun. And you're going to come with some really slick ideas to share with yourself and your team. And you're going to make sales easier for you and influence much simpler. So push blueprint. Um, Anything else you want me to share, Allison? Other than that, I, I think we've got some gold here today. That nugget section yeah. is, I, oh I forgot gosh. I even knew that. I, I forgot that. I even knew that. I love that. I'm going to go back over and listen to this again. Me too. <laughs> so good. That technique, and that's the way that Michael works and what he'll be sharing is that he makes it so simple. And uh, we just trip ourselves up and make things more complicated than it needs to be. So that's so 2017. Right. No, we're not doing that no more. <laughs> no. Forget that. That that's bye bye. So anyway, well, this has been so much fun, um, and love having you on the show, and cannot wait to see you in Las Vegas. It's gonna be yes. a blast. Super My excited. Mike will be there too. You get to see him. Love and, Mike. Can't uh, wait to see him. Exactly. Daisy's so. Not coming. Do what? Daisy's not coming. No, Daisy's not coming. Yeah, she, you know, she she gets a little antsy in crowds. So I think yep. she's better at home. So, okay. um, <laughs> but she'll be waiting for me when I get back, which is always the wonderful thing about having a doggy. So, I love it. I love it. All right, everybody. Got, wait a minute. You got yes. a new doggy, Cinnamon. You, you want to hear a sales pitch? And this is a story in itself. Okay. Two, two reasons I have a dog. And this is, this is how good sales are around my house and influence. I said no to a dog for years because I had a basset on years ago. She shed, never knew one of a dog, blah, blah, blah. Both kids wanted a dog and they put it on their goal list. Like, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for the holidays? What do you want for Christmas? What do you want? Like, da, 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 dog, 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 dog. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then Maya, first off, they both grew and became more mature. And then Maya's old enough to take care of and Tara matured because she went from being 14 to 
almost 17 now. So it's a totally different maturity level in her. And um, Maya pulled this on me. Daddy, all I want is a dog. And I'm like, still like, no. And then she said, you know, when you're doing your duty and you're at work and you're, do- you're taking care of the family, you and mom, there's about an hour. This is a five-year-old. The hour and a half before you get home, wouldn't it be nice if I had somebody to play with? Oh, God. She's learning from you. Brown eyes. Oh. And I looked at her. She goes, and then I wouldn't have to be alone. Oh. Even though we have a nanny and friends over and sports activities. I'm on, I'm on the internet five minutes later having a dog shipped overnight. <laughs> that is, I'm impressed, man. She's, she got yeah. me. She looked at me and said, then I don't have to be alone. So she reframed yeah. it. It wasn't wow. about getting a dog. It's now my daughter feels alone. What? Yeah. My daughter feels alone? She feels insecure? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can mess you with lose her, Dad. You know, how could you do this to your daughter? Get the dog. <laughs> so now, and then I was so excited with the name Chewy for Chewbacca because she looks like Chewbacca. My little. Oh, um, oh it is. Chewy now. Chewy would have been cute. And Maya goes, oh. Daddy, my first dog, I'd like to name Cinnamon. Oh, she got me. Couldn't even name my dog Chewy. Sales pitch. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I love it. I love it. Good for her. All right. Thanks, Michael. This is so You're much welcome. fun. Type in blueprint and we'll see you in Las Vegas. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.